Welcome to the Mindset Queen Podcast, where you'll learn how to transform your life using the power of your mind. I'm your host, Jasmine on Thomas. I'm a business and mindset coach for millennials to turn their gifts into purposeful and profitable businesses. I'm a product of generational poverty, but I made it out of those negative statistics and stereotypes using the power of my mind to manifest the life and business of my dreams. It is my mission to help you take charge of your life to live as the highest version of yourself. I am beyond honored to have you here. Now here's to becoming your absolute best and empowered self. Grab your tea, your smoothie, or your coffee, and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Mindset Queen podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine L. Thomas, and I am so pumped about this new episode on how to manifest money from heaven guys we have an amazing special guest that i will be interviewing today his name is darnell craig and guys i really want to read a couple things all about him so you can know who i am bringing to the mindset queen podcast and this is our first guest so i'm just super super pumped and excited to be bringing more guests onto the show who i really believe are going to be a genuine asset to this show guys and you all know like I love talking about money it's like you know my second nature like I don't even have to think about it and when I meet people like Darnell it's just like really really easy to just talk about money and manifesting and I'm like oh my gosh like I just have to get him here on the show and he and I actually met at a gift party um one of our mutual friends um Jerrica Broomfield she actually hosted a gift party in um, my hometown of Picayune and I was so blessed and fortunate to be a guest speaker and he was as well so we actually met there and it was just a really really great connection a great flow of energy dealing with spirituality and just principles of God and he is just so awesome within his field of helping and leading people through his school and guys I just want to tell you a couple things about him. He's actually a Christocentric mystic who has a heart to see the body of Christ transfigure into fully mature sons of light. So he teaches all about the body of Christ and mystical realms and like engaging and functioning from the heavens. So he just gets really deep into how you can bring things from heaven into earth. And that is something that is biblical that is righteous that is exactly what god really wants us to do and in 2018 he had a huge encounter with god and when he had this encounter he just decided like he needed to to share this with the world and as a passionate believer he just wanted to have other people to experience that he has manifested some amazing things through the power of Jesus Christ and with that power 
It has transformed his own life. He's helped other people transform their lives. I mean, they've created six and seven figure businesses. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this person is amazing. And I think that my beautiful audience would just really appreciate hearing this because I know most of you guys are believers who listen to this podcast and even if you are not a believer a believer I mean you could still apply these principles and you know who knows you may decide to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and if this podcast is the place for it to happen that's great so his passion is for people to just continue to utilize those principles that he's going to be sharing in this interview and guys I want you to sit down and take notes because I truly believe you are going to be transformed by listening to our conversation um he and I we had like an hour chat um on yesterday so by the time you guys hear this recording it'll be like two weeks ago but we had a great conversation on yesterday I mean it was like an hour hour and a half long and we were just talking about spirituality principles and I'm like oh my gosh this is an amazing person to interview and to share and I just think you guys are going to get so much out of it so without further ado I want to introduce and share with you Darnell Craig Hey, Jasmine. Hi, Darnell. Welcome to the Mindset Queen podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. (laughs) I'm excited to be on as well. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I definitely gave like a long introduction to everyone are and what you do so I want to give you an opportunity to talk and just kind of like share what your background is what led you to study in mystics and practical principles for spiritual success well um you know I've been ministering since I was maybe uh 17 um I grew up in the church uh but I wasn't necessarily into church culture. Um, in all honesty, I wasn't, you know, into God. You know, my mom was a prophetess. Uh, she always traveled and was just in, in the church culture. Um, but the reason I gave my life to the Lord was um, I had these encounters with the Lord. Uh, when I was 17 years old, I had this dream um, that I was in hell. And I had the same dream for like a week straight. And it just kept you know, um, shaking me up and I started realizing, you know, the Lord was speaking to me. And then I started remembering encounters um, that I had with the Lord when I was younger. Um, I remember there was a time where I was in church. We were at this church and uh, they prayed for me. And I had my first vision. I had a vision of um, this huge hand and uh, I heard the voice of the Lord and I saw I could see money. And the Lord said, uh, tell these people that I'm going to put money into their hands and they're going to get a new building. And I had to be like seven to eight years old. So when this encounter happened uh, when I was 17, it just reminded me of those earlier encounters, you know. And I, I started to develop a heart to just really, really get closer to the Lord. And um, I gave my life to the Lord. And maybe a year in, the Lord spoke to me and told me to um, do a conference call. You know, I had no idea what a conference call was. I asked my mom, do you know what a conference call is? And she was like, yeah. And I um, told her because she set one up for me. And I was, you know, a senior in high school, just going around um, hand, handing out t- torn up index cards to get people to get on the, the conference call. 
and I was teaching people how to pray, how to hear God's voice, and how to have faith. Um, so that's kind of how I got started. But over these last two years, um, my paradigm has shifted um, because of some other encounters that I've had with the Lord. You know, um, for me, you know, my my, you know, I believe that a relationship with God is experiential. You know, I don't believe in a relationship with God is based on theory. Or relationship with God is based on solely on theology. Um, I believe that, you know, you have to experience and encounter God. And if you go throughout the scriptures, you know, those who are marked by God or they really changed, you know, history, they, it came out of an encounter. You know, um, so it's very interesting to me. So a couple of years ago, um, I had this, you know, I, I got to a place where, you know, I had been invited to attend this this prominent church in uh, in Florida. I was preparing to move, you know, I went down to this conference and I just started feeling different uh, when I was down there. Uh, it, it seemed like everywhere I went, no matter where I went, like I was just, nothing helped me. It's just like um, I would go to conferences, it wouldn't help me. Um, I would go to different churches or revivals and it just wouldn't help me. And I started wondering, like, is something wrong with me? Because everyone there, they were so moved, they were so excited, you know, they were so touched by what was happening, but it just didn't help me. And um, I was just really seeking the Lord, you know, trying to figure out, like, you know, what's going on. And I had a dream. And in this dream, this guy gave me a sheet of paper. And um, I opened it up, and it said Jeremiah 6.16. You know, so I woke out of my sleep. I looked it up. And that verse, it says, Thus saith the Lord, stand in the way and see, and ask for the ancient paths, and you'll find rest for your soul. They said, but they said we would not walk therein, so they had no rest for their soul. And I began to realize that the restlessness of my soul was because I wasn't walking in the ancient paths. So mm. that opened like an entirely new world for me. And I began to study the ancient paths. I began to study uh, what the ancient paths were. And the ancient paths are basically um, what what the early Christians and the early, the Jews knew that we've lost and also um it's the ways of heaven like there are pathways that the father has opened up for us to walk in the, in the heavenly way here and they knew those things but we've lost those things so over these last two years um when i got into you know the mystic move of god has been amazing and you know the word mystic uh, is very controversial um but it's more so because of the the ignorance of that culture you know right now if I were to um, say, oh, man, an angel is talking to me right now in the Eastern Hemisphere, they are like, oh, he's a mystic. If you were to say, oh, I had a dream and I, I had a dream about my right, business. Right, right. And I totally connect with that because as I was sharing with you and I told everyone, you know, earlier in the podcast, like about our um, conversation yesterday, like when I tell people that I've encountered, you know, angels or that I have... Um, seeing different things or I feel energy and all that like you know people will think you're crazy but that's just my relationship and I love that you said that your relationship with God is supposed to be an experience and I feel like that is what has turned so many people away from God is because they haven't had an experience or an encounter they've just been brought to church you know every Sunday and they don't know what that feels like to have angels protecting you like and I just want to share this really quickly and then you know we'll move on but um there was a time where my family and I we went on vacation 
And we actually left on, on accident. We left one of our doors like wide open. Anyone could have come in like literally anyone. And we were gone for like four days. When I tell you nothing was stolen, nothing was touched. Everything was in order. All of those things were back in place, but it's because I, my whole family, we believe in angels and kept someone from coming in because we know people who came by who said, Hey, I stopped by and they didn't even like, it's crazy. It's so crazy how God's power works. And I think that if more people knew about this and they applied it, they could really have a good, strong relationship with God. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. Yes. So I also wanted to get into a couple other questions, too, um, to talk about your school. Like, what is the mission and the goals of your school? How can people join? What is it called? I really think that so many people would be interesting and interested in following this movement. Yeah, um, the school, um, it was first called. H-O-G-M-I, Mystic School. And um, if you have followed me on social media, um, um, I always put a hashtag on my statuses, and it's H-O-G-M-I. And that stands for Heart of God Ministries International. That's the nonprofit organization that I have. Um, so it was Heart of God Ministries International Mystic School. But because of some visions and encounters I had with the Lord, I saw the name change. So it's no longer um, Heart of God um, HOG and my mystic school now is it's called or academia and or is the Hebrew word for light and um, in the academia of course is like a college or school so um, the purpose of the school is to teach teach the, the students about the mysteries of light so they can mature into sons of light so um, it's like a space where you learn about light you know the Bible says that you know um, you're children of light you know, and, and that, you know, one thing about light is light kind of reveals mystery. So we're, you know, we're, mm -hmm. we're spaces of mystery um, that's supposed to manifest in this realm. So the purpose of the school is to be an incubator um, for sonship. And it teaches you how to develop an uh, um, uh, experiential relationship with the Lord, um, how to encounter the Lord. We talk about how to practice the presence of the Lord. We talk about the name of God. Um, that's very, very interesting subject matter, the name of the Lord and how to use the name of the Lord for your benefit. We talk about, um, I just taught for three months on seeing in the spirit. So um, a lot of people are seeing angels. Um, one of my students was actually saved from a car accident because of an angel. Um, a person got wow. a, a business <laughs> course from an angel and um, they trended. Um, their stuff was shared by Megan Good, Rolling Stone. They went viral. It was like crazy. But um yeah, a lot of people are having angelic encounters, and there's just some amazing things happening through the school. So it's just to help you develop a genuine spirituality and to uh, grow in relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. So it's, it's, it's very dope. Yes, I really love it the way that you're not just like, oh, you know, come to this little class and just you know, just learn about God. Like, no, like you're helping people tap into something higher than themselves. And like deep down inside, I think we're all searching for that. We're all searching for like our soul's connection. Every human being on this planet, like 
every day I feel like we're searching and searching and searching. And it's like, you've basically put the answer in a school that people can actively participate in and be able to gain something, you know, from it and change their lives. I love that. Wow. I really, really appreciate that. And uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's been, uh, we're, we're almost on the um, one year mark. I think on, so one of my students told me either the 13th or the 14th of this month, we would have um, been a year old. So we talked about, I think the first session was, um, was introduction to Christian mysticism. Then I talked about sonship. Um, then I talked about um, seeing in the spirit. Then we talked about the courts of heaven. Now we're talking about um, developing a genuine spirituality. And then the next module, we're going to talk about manifestation, how to manifest things. Wow. And that's powerful. I think the way that you went through the sequencing and it seems like it's like a developmental course um, as you're teaching. So I want to ask this, this, what's like the future um, of your school? What are you thinking about doing um, even further? Well, uh, when I was younger, I had this vision that I um, I saw like a, a cathedral, and I saw in red letters on the on the cathedral Ecclesia Bible College. So I um, went ahead and got that registered. But basically, the school is going to transition into a college where people will be able to come and get degrees um, degrees through the school. So right now, um, it's just, the school is like a hundred dollars a month uh, every Sunday night, seven p.m. Central. Um, you just go to my website, um, darnellcraig.com, and um, click on About, and you'll see Or Academia to sign up. It's a private group on Periscope, um, private school on Periscope. We go online there. But as we expand even more, um, so there's a lot that I'm going to do in terms of, you know, uh, right now it's just once a week. Um, the sessions can last anywhere between an hour. They've been as long as three hours in one session. So it's just um, – it's very, very developmental, like you said, and it's just all geared toward helping people develop a, a genuine spirituality. Because for me, uh, real spirituality is being able to influence and change culture, like transform the city, the nation, the state and region through your relationship with God. So um, it's going to if, if you were to join, it would be a lot of you will unlearn a lot of religion and tradition, things that bear no fruit. Mm. And then you'll be built up and fortified to function as a spirit being in this dimension. Wow. I love that. And guys, a hundred dollars a month is very much so affordable. That's something that I believe is necessary to me. Like I would probably charge a whole lot more, but (laughs) (laughs) it's just such a great course. And, and you're offering so much value. And I really believe that people can utilize this. So, guys, I'm going to say that website again is darnellcraig.com. He said that you can click on the About tab and you can look into the academia. So I believe you guys should really go and check this out. But before um, we get into that, I have a couple more questions that I really wanted to ask you. I'm so interested in learning more about what you do. So what would you say is the most misunderstood concept around money in Christianity? Of course, I love this question. Uh, I think one of the biggest things is that, um, you know, uh, that God wants us broke. You know, uh, that's not true. 
you know, um, the Bible tells us that, you know, God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. And the, the Bible actually says that the silver and the gold are mine and that the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the glory of the former. Um, so for me, in my experience, I actually grew up in a church that talked a lot about the end times in the last days and, and talked about suffering. And, you know, um, they actually kind of was like against prosperity. Um, so it was a very interesting culture to grow up in. But what happened to me was um, in my dreams, I began to dream about money. And I, I remember on one of the dreams, I had a dream where this well-known minister, I won't say who they were, they are. Um, I was sitting in the crowd and they, they um, saw me. They was like, oh, um, they said, this young man, this is Darnell Craig. They was like, um, we're going to take up an offering for him. And he reached in his pocket and he gave me $4,000. And then he took up an offering. And we took up an offer and he gave it to me. And I, I had this other encounter while I was at work one day and I was, I was praying in the spirit and out of nowhere, I was in the spirit and this well-known prophet, he walked up to me and he was like, is your name Darnell Craig? And I was like, yeah. And he wrote me a check for $25,000. And what was happening mm. in those encounters, the Lord began to teach me um, how he wants us to prosper and be in good health, even as our soul prospers. So I think, um, you know, one of the most fundamental things we have to understand is that it is the will of the Lord, you know, that we prosper. It is will of the Lord that um, that that we experience uh, abundance. You know, Jesus said in his own words that um, the thief comes to steal, kill, destroy. He said, but I've came that you'll have life, life more abundant. And um, our understanding of abundant life is not just financial, even though financial um, abundance is very, very vital and very important to it. But if you look at it in the Greek, um, it actually says that, you know, uh, when you look at the word abundant in the Greek, it says a life that supersedes norm. So it's it's like basically it's a life with no limitations. And if you mm -hmm. have financial limitations, it's not the will of the Lord. So the Lord will teach you the relationship, how there's no limitations financially. The issue is you have to develop a crucible or a structure or vessel for God to manifest the, the provision, you know, there's a secret and um, in the, in the, in the book of second Kings, there was a woman whose um, husband died and she died in debt. I mean, he died in debt and the woman came to Elisha and she said, my husband died and I need to pay off his, his debt or his creditors. And he said, look, he said, go and borrow a vessel from every, um, every one of your neighbors. And when she borrowed the vessels, he said, fill it up. And don't stop until you fill every vessel. But because she made a space for a vessel, the vessel was filled with the provision. And the vessel that God is dealing with, the body of Christ about in this hour, we're going to have to get into entrepreneurship. Because entrepreneurship and education is going to be the vessel that God's going to manifest provision to through. So um, I would say, like I said, the most misunderstood concept is that, you know, it isn't God's will for us to prosper. Um I, th I think that's very, very interesting. I think, um, I, I, and also another thing that's very important to prosperity is um, our prosperity is based on the maturity of our soul. Um, that's one of the things that I've learned a couple of months ago. Um, once again, in Second John, um, and, and I think it's Third John too, is I want you to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So the health of our soul also impacts the health of our finances, you know, and the soul has to do with the mind, the will, the intellect, 
the emotions. Um, so we have to be educated, or we have to um, we have to be put into a a, a, a system that is geared toward the maturation of the soul. And I think that's very, very important to um, to our prosperity as well. You just dropped so many gems. Like, <laughs> I'm so bad that I wasn't taking notes on this. I, I can't wait to go back and play the episode. But it's so many things that I feel like you said in there. First off, when you talked about the soul and that prosperity comes when your soul matures. And I think in our culture, we're told this is this is what we're told to do. You go to school, you get a degree, you go get a job and you work the rest of your life and you put all your money into a 401k, you max it out. And then by the time you retire, you'll have a few million. And I just don't think that's the path God wants every person to take. I truly don't. Um, And what I feel like you're saying based on that verse is that as we mature in our spirituality, so not necessarily, you know, getting this big high shot job. It's about our spirituality and putting in those practical principles and then stepping out into that entrepreneurship and doing what our gifts are. And I'm really big on using your gifts because that's what's your money maker. And in our society, in our culture, we're told just to do whatever makes the most money, not our gifts. I truly believe in the verse of talking about how your gifts will make room for you. My gifts that I have applied, which include like, public speaking, you know, interviewing, teaching, all these different skills have made me so much money, I wouldn't dare try not to step outside of those gifts. Because I know that if we tap into those, and we also are nourishing our soul and, and getting in tune with God, I just really believe that more prosperity will come to us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, I kind of want to like as it relates to the soul i want to throw something out here um you know one of the things i've learned over the last couple of months over the last year or so is how you know most of the body of christ we only focus on the spirit um but we don't focus on the soul and i want to share you know how that's relevant to you know our prosperity because here's the issue okay when you become a believer um you receive a new soul out of heaven you receive a new soul and your spirit is fused with the spirit of God. So you have, you have the spirit of God, you have a new soul, and then you have your body. And, you know, when we start to talk about manifestation, um, mm-hmm. when your soul engages in relationship with the spirit, your soul starts to mature. But the purpose of the soul is to manifest things from heaven. Because the soul is like a, a pipe or an apparatus to to bring things down from the heavenly realms. So when we talk about, you know, prosperity, you know, um, there will be encounters that we have in the presence of the Lord that if our soul isn't maturing, we won't bring down what happened in our encounter uh, and manifest it into this world. So that's what that's one of the things that, you know, um, in my studies that's one of the things that Jew, the Jews understand. The Jews, everything they do is geared toward the maturation of the soul. 
So that's why they're the wealthiest people group on earth. Mm-hmm. Because they learn to do things that will cause their soul to expand and mature. So when we receive a new soul, your soul is a baby. But there's th- there are things you can do that mature your soul that will cause you to manifest more into this dimension. Because everything that we need or desire is in the spiritual dimension, the spirit, this um, in the spirit world. So your soul is a connector between the spiritual dimension and the earth. So when your soul, when you learn how to um, how to reach or traverse the spiritual dimensions and manifest things from the spiritual dimensions into your soul, what will happen is it'll lead to manifestation on the outside. So that's very, very important because this is why a lot of people are broke because their soul is not prospering. Their soul stays a baby. Mm. Oh, my gosh, that is so true. And that makes me think about babes in Christ. Like, for example, the person who goes to church for 40 years, but they're still the same. That makes no sense. Absolutely. Wow. And I love the way you were basically saying like that our our soul is a vessel to be used for manifesting. And even going back to the story that you related to um, with the woman whose husband died in debt. That's one of my favorite Bible stories because what she did was is I believe if I'm not mistaken, like it was, she only had like a little bit of oil and then he was saying like pour until you can't stop. And like mentally when you're thinking about it, it's like, okay, she only has a little bit like, why would she keep pouring? And of course she continued and it just overflowed so much. She was able to sell it to others. And I believe that that's what God does for us. Like whenever we continue to try to use something that might seem like a little, right? Like someone who's listened to this podcast might think that their idea is nothing. They might think that they can't make money off of it. They can't bring fortune to themselves. Like all you need is something small. All you need is just a little bit and make that little bit work. Right. And then it will overflow. But we have to be okay with having the little and using it as this small vessel and then letting it grow. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So we are going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about trading. Now, I want to know about trading. (laughs) When Darnell (laughs) sent me this information about trading, I was like, what is that? What is that? So I haven't even heard about it, guys. So I'm really, really pumped. Make sure that you stay through and come back with us. Go get a snack, whatever you need, and have your notes ready to find out all about trading. We'll be right back, guys. All right, guys, welcome back. I have Darnell Craig still here with us. We are talking about how to manifest from heaven. So, guys, I really, really am enjoying this. I'm learning a lot. So make sure that you guys are taking some really, really good notes, especially about this concept we are about to talk about. So, Darnell, what is trading and how does it help our spiritual lives? Okay, so um, the the scriptures tell us, it says that before the foundation of the world, a lamb was slain. And um, when you talk about trading, you're talking about sacrifice. 
And, um, you know, God, the father, he modeled a sacrifice before God did anything. He sacrificed his son. So um, Jesus being on the cross wasn't Jesus being on the cross was just a, a manifestation of what already happened in the heavenlies before God even started to create the universe. So what God did because of what God desired, he made a trade. He made a sacrifice. And out of that sacrifice, everything he desired came out of that sacrifice. And if you notice in primitive cultures, have you ever noticed that in every culture, they always do blood sacrifice? Mm-hmm. They yes. always sacrifice animals. So they sacrifice their children. They, they make sacrifices because there's a spiritual principle that says um, he who um, he who bids at the highest bidder, that's who rules the heaven heaven so there's no higher trade than the trade of jesus christ so when we when we begin to trade you know what is trade and the bible tells us in um, ezekiel 28 when you talk when it talks about satan it says that lucifer trafficked in the heavens but a better translation would be he traded in the heavens so there were there were sacrifices or activities that satan did in the heavenlies that were illegal that were wrong um but what happens to the church is that we don't know that the one the heavens belong to the highest bidder. So primitive cultures and other religions, they make sacrifices. Now, of course, we don't make sacrifices because Jesus made a sacrifice. But the reason the church isn't ruling in the heavens is because we're not we're not um, trading. So let me explain how it works. For example, let's say right now. If um, there are two kinds of trading, there's something called trading into the heavens and there's something called trading into revelation. So let me give an example. For example, you may go to a church and a pastor, you know, may be talking about, you know, all these people. um, They may be talking about prosperity. But then you look around the church and there are people in the church who aren't prospering and they, they seem to be behind financially. And sometimes we'll wonder why. And the reason it is, is because there's been no trading. So how would that work? Okay, if I'm sitting in a church and a pastor is talking about um, prosperity, what I would do is I would trade into that revelation. And, you know, if all I had was a dollar, all I had was five dollars, I would just trade into it. Now, if I had more, I would trade into it. And what happens, the principle is everything that we desire and we need exists in the world of heaven. And things have to traverse they have to travel from one place to another and just how you know a, a, a baby you know travels through the womb of his mother to manifest into this dimension in the same way when you trade into revelation you cause that revelation to traverse dimensions and manifest in your life so for example if i'm listening to someone talk about how god just made a way for them to get a debt-free house i would trade into that revelation because that revelation is possible in the world of heaven. But because of Jesus' sacrifice, you know, the, the, the reason you would trade, when we talk about trade, we're talking about finances, giving, you know, um, the old church, the, the old paradigm, you would call it sowing. But when you talk about trading, what makes trading so powerful is, like I said, in primitive cultures, they would sacrifice their children, they would sacrifice animals, and, and they would shed blood. But the issue is, in our culture, you know, we go to work. So what money represents, money represents your life and money represents your blood because you give your time and you give your life to work. 
So when you trade, when you give financially into a revelation, it means that you made a sacrifice. You sacrifice. It's like the, the same principle of people sacrificing the animal or sacrificing the firstborn or sacrificing, you know, um, just making a blood sacrifice. So when you trade into the revelation, you open a portal and you create a space for that revelation to manifest into your life. That's called trading into revelation. Now, trading into the heavens, the Bible tells us in Revelation 4 about how the elders, you know, they cast their crowns before they see a glass. So, you know, one of the things that we have to realize as believers is that through Christ Jesus, we have full access to heaven. As a matter of fact, the Bible tells us that, and according to Ephesians 2, I've been raised up and made to sit together with Christ in the heavens. So I'm with Christ in the heavens right now. The issue is that my soul isn't aware of it, but my spirit, who is one with the spirit of God, is fully aware of the spiritual dimensions. So I have to grow in my awareness of the heavenly dimensions. So before the throne of God is something called to see a glass. And when you look at the principle, the elders, they would cast their crowns before the sea of glass. And that is called trading. They're trading their government for a higher government. So when you were to give, for example, there'll be times where I heard a story about a, a person who um, their family was just in, in, in total you know, ruin financially. And they learned about trading and they went and they um, their business were behind. They were about to foreclose in the house and they went and they traded. They came together and they traded in the heavens, a, a memorial offering before the Lord. The difference is the place they do it. You know, they're doing it in the heavenly dimensions. So when they trade it a year later, they're out of debt, businesses booming and everything because of the sacrifice to trade. Because once again, there's no greater sacrifice than the sacrifice of Jesus. So for us not to be experiencing success is because we're not trading on top of what Jesus has done. We're not combining because Jesus sacrifice alone gives the church authority to rule in the heavens. The, the heavens belong to the children of God. But because we don't trade and we don't know how to function in the heavenlies, that's why our cultic people and, you know, the demonic world is ruling in the heavens, but the heavens are legally ours. So when you trade, for example, if you desire your business to prosper, what you would do, you would engage um, to see a glass by faith and you would you would give before the Lord. And what happens is, you know, you see a principle in scripture. I'll give you a principle. Um, the Bible says that when Abraham um, beat the king of Sodom and Gomorrah the Bible says that uh, Melchizedek came now this is interesting no, first Melchizedek is not Jesus Melchizedek is a priest in heaven he's a priest of God so Melchizedek stepped out of the temple of heaven into our dimension mm -hmm. and the Bible says that Melchizedek brought Abraham bread and wine which means that Abraham actually took communion which is interesting now watch the Bible says that Abraham gave him tithes of all that he possessed. Now, um, side note, in the New Testament, and this is controversial, but I have to tell the truth. Um, the Old Testament is gifts and give. Uh, no, the Old Testament is tithes and offerings. The New Testament is gifts and giving. So if we only live by tithes and offerings, we'll stay broke. You have to learn about yes. gifts and givings <laughs> because the Old Testament is, um, you know, give God 10% you keep 90 the New Testament is 100% Jesus asking what he wants you to give give according to what you desire to receive so it's completely different so Abraham gave tithes to Melchizedek but watch what happened Melchizedek took his tithes and stepped into the heavenly dimensions 
What happens next? Next thing you know, God made Abraham plenteous in silver, gold, cattle, and riches. Why? Because Abraham traded. And what happens is when you trade, Melchizedek, who is in the heavenly dimension, will actually take your trade and present it before Jesus, and he'll ensure that you won't be broke. Because it's just how you would put things in the stock market or in um, Forex or et cetera. You're trading into a heavenly bank account that literally has um, um, unrivaled interest. So that's how trading works. That is so interesting because I've used those principles but didn't know that that's what it was called or I didn't even know that that's what I was doing um, because I'm really big on like giving in some way, shape, form, or capacity. If it's a, a friend's business, if it's my own businesses or ministries, you know, I'm always trying to find a way to give, even if it's just helping someone by encouraging them or sharing a tip or something like that. And I'm telling you, like, I feel like because of that, that's why my life has prospered in such a way. And for those who know me, you know, following the podcast and learning my story, I mean, I come from generations of poverty. Like I'm the first one to get my bachelor's degree, first one to get my master's degree. Like, you know, I wasn't given a silver spoon but because of these principles that darnell is teaching my life is totally different from the generations before me wow that's deep yes so thank you for sharing that and i think a lot of people can start to to tap into it and you know go forth i guess um what would you recommend people do to change their negative beliefs around money Okay, um, I think it was very, you know, would it be very um, influential to, you know, the belief system changing. Number one, the Bible says that it's the Father's pleasure to give you the kingdom. Like, I'll, I'll um, tell you an experience. I had an experience with the Lord a couple of months ago, and it's like I was caught up into the heavenly world. And when I was in the heavenly world, it's like the Lord was just like, well, God was just like pure light. And we were like in this assembly. And there were all these people who were this, in this assembly, but we were like light as well. And what was interesting, when we, when I was in this domain, the father was speaking to us and he was speaking about not to worry about your life, what you'll eat, what you'll drink, what you'll put on. And he was saying how he knew what things we need before we asked. And what happened was out of that room, there was an angelic guard that was released into the lives of those who were in that dimension. And I began to realize like ever since that day, I just, I really just haven't worried because I was aware of, um, there's a principle that when you go to, when you go to the beginning of scripture, before God made the man, he made provision. Mm -hmm. So provision precedes the, the, um, the person, you know, um, the Bible says that God planted a garden in Eden and then put the man there to keep it. So the man was put into an atmosphere that was full, that was, that was, it was full provision. And Ephesians says this way, it says, for we are God's workmanship who being created in Christ Jesus beforehand. No, no, it says, for you are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus um, beforehand for works that have already been prepared. Basically, the principle is you're going to walk into what God has for you provision has already been laid aside so you know the enemy will get in our minds and make us think that uh 
you know, he'll, he'll make us think that, you know, we lack something or, you know, God doesn't want to give us the kingdom. You know, you don't have to earn provision. You don't have to force provision. Just the mere fact that you're a child of God, you know, um, he'll, he'll take care of you. But not only will he take care of you, he also will send um, the spirit of wisdom. You know, when you talk about, you know, the seven spirits of God, there's there's one of the seven spirits of God, the spirit of wisdom. And the spirit of wisdom will mentor us into um, prosperity, mm -hmm. um, tutor us into prosperity. Um, you read the book of Proverbs, chapter eight, the benefits of, of engaging the spirit of wisdom is she actually will, um, according to scripture, she'll give you riches, honor and long life. So God is the giver of riches and he wants us to experience um he wants to experience riches and honor and long life. So I think we just have to be aware how we were made for prosperity, how, you know, there's more than enough. Um, you know, one of the things I grew up learning about God was, you know, one thing they said, they said that what makes God God is that he's unlimited in his resources, which means that God never runs out of ways to provide or bless you. So when you develop a consciousness that, if need be, you know, um, God can manifest money, which he literally money can manifest. And beyond that, you know, you know, one of the things they teach in Hebrew culture, which is deep, is if right now, if something was going on in your life and there wasn't an angel in heaven um, that could solve that need, God would create an angel just for you. So God is ever creating and ever expanding and ever manifesting. So we just have to be aware that, um, you know, it's his pleasure to give us the kingdom. And the kingdom is a world that if you engage in that world, if you engage in that dimension, according to the words of Jesus, he said that seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all the things you need will be added unto you. So just my participation in the world of the kingdom guarantees provision because provision comes to me because I function in a, a governmental position in, in that world. So my father is tutoring me and training me to occupy a governmental position and to reveal another dimension in this realm. So when, when I'm engaging in the kingdom world, when I participate in the kingdom world, that kingdom world, you know, because we live in a, you would call it a multiverse. Um, there, there are, there are worlds within the world. So even though my feet, my natural feet could be on the ground. You know, my spiritual being is in the kingdom world and I can manifest things from that kingdom world into this dimension, which is what Jesus did. Jesus took the bread, blessed it, broke it, lifted his eyes up to heaven, came down and it was multiplied. That that was a that was a, a amalgamation of worlds. That was, you know, two worlds fusing um, to reveal things. So we just have to be aware that, you know, uh, God is actually for us. Um He's a good, good father, um, that the blessing of the Lord make the rich and add no sorrow. And that, um, you know, he gives us the power to create wealth, to establish his covenant. And there are things that he wants to do on the earth. And he needs your body as a vessel to manifest his goodness through. Wow. Like that is really, really powerful. And I really take delight in knowing what you said about God finds it pleasurable to give to us. He wants us to have all of the good things in the earth and not just money, but like everything we want. He wants us to be 
happy, healthy, fulfilled within our souls. And for all of my listeners and people who, um, you know, may feel like, well, I'm not sure if God wants me to be this multimillionaire, you know, um, there's also this whole, like, you know, the root of all evil is, is money. No, it's greed, you know, and just helping people understand that, like, it's okay to want to be prosperous in every area of our lives. It's safe. It's divine. It's of God to have. I mean, um, yesterday, whenever we were talking and you said that Jesus basically was making like $125,000 a day, like, can you please give that backstory? Because I want people to understand that wealth is, it's not something that, you know, Jesus didn't have, like, I know he, they don't talk about him. Like they're not showing his, his bank statements in the Bible, but like, I want you to, to kind of share that. Cause I want people to understand it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. There's a misconception in the Bible. Um, well, I'll say this, there's a miss, yeah, misinterpretation. The Bible says that, uh, it says Jesus became poor for our sake. They may become rich, but, um, actually that is like a, a, a type in the shadow of creation because um, I don't get too deep into that, but basically I'll say this. What I mean by that is Jesus stripped himself of his heavenly position to function as a man. But what they are talking about, they're talking about the exchange because Jesus functioned as the vessel and God functioned as the light, which means that he, he, he reversed roles. That's what it, it, the poverty was talking about was mm-hmm. to reverse role. So Jesus reversed his role from the giver to the receiver. So he can um, model, he could um, demonstrate relationship with the father, but he, he did that to empower us to be the giver because the Bible says more blessed to give than to receive. So when we talk about that, religion will tell you um, that, you know, Jesus was poor, but this is not true because when the wise men came to Jesus, the Bible tells us they gave him frankincense, myrrh, um, they gave him these spices, gold and silver. So Jesus was financed from the beginning, which is interesting. Also, I don't know if you guys remember this, but when Jesus was on the cross and they were they were gambling over his clothes, they said that one piece of his clothing was worth a year's wages. So think about Oh my just, god. Just think about, you know, <laughs> the salary you can think of, sixty thousand, eighty thousand, hundred thousand. One piece of his clothes, it was a single garment that was reserved for kings. And he was a, a normal person in that society with a kingly robe, which is very interesting. Um, so, yeah, they, they were talking about and then the Bible says how the women that followed Jesus, they ministered to him out of their substance. So Jesus had people in society uh, ministering to him. And you also have to think Jesus had a treasurer and to have a treasurer would speak to the fact that you were receiving donations on a daily basis. And also another thing that we're not aware of, because we, you know, you hear about fishermen, you, you, you're thinking of someone that gets in a boat and goes out and fishes. But those people that were following Jesus, they were businessmen. Um, fishing was like one of the most prominent uh, careers at that time. It was an enterprise, a business. So, you know, think about it. You literally are, are putting in a net, not, not a pole like you're doing. They put nets and would gather in a whole lot of fish and sell it to society. So, you know, they, they had money. So, um, absolutely, you know, they say in history that the equivalent of what Jesus was receiving a day would be 125000 a day. So it wasn't broke at all. Wow. 
wow, wow, wow. Like, you just don't know <laughs> how much that knowledge is going to change so many people's lives and actually help them to understand, like, this man was not poor at all. And since we have received him and, you know, we are in the kingdom, we have to start stepping into our divine power and operating at a higher level as opposed to this low level humble meek no I don't want to accept any money no I don't I don't deserve it like that's small and it's to me it's almost like a slap in the face to God because he's done and given us so much more power but if we never use it I, I think he would be disappointed you know like like who wants to disappoint God, you know, when, when he's given us everything that we need to get to where we are supposed to be, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I want to um, end this episode and ask you to please share, like, how can people connect with you? What can we do? Do you have like a project, something we can just sign up for just to continue to support your journey? But also more than anything, because I don't want to just say let's support you. When you sow into him and you get this course, you're going to help yourself like He's doing you a favor. And I, I like to make sure I point that out because we don't want to just make it sound like, you know, we're just doing something for him. You're doing something for your soul and you're doing something to elevate your life to its maximum capacity instead of just standing back and being fearful and timid. Like this is an opportunity for you to connect to God and to change and transform your life. Absolutely. Um Okay, so what I've been doing, I've been going uh, more active on social media. Like when I started my school, I kind of disappeared for a while, just important to my students. So I'm, I'm back active on social media. You can follow me on Facebook, on Periscope. Um, I've been doing a lot of um, Q&As on Facebook. So if you guys have questions, then feel free to um, either inbox me on Facebook. Um, you can inbox me on Instagram, Darnell Craig, Facebook, Darnell Craig. Um, and then I can include your questions on the Q&A that we have. Um, I just started traveling again. Um, I had not been taking traveling requests, um, but now, you know, I have a, um, going to, I'll be in Chicago, I believe in February. Um, I just came back from a, a, a city in my state, Clinton. Um, so doors are opening to travel. So I open up my itinerary. So if someone wants to invite me, um, to their event or their church, you can just go to my website, darnellcraig.com, and go to booking and fill out a booking form. Um, but I'm more so just been pouring into my school. Um, so you can always, you know, sign up for the school. You sign up to, for the school by going to um, darnellcraig.com, um, about tab or academia. Also, um, I'm, I'm into essential oils and I'm very into quantum physics. So I'm into essential oils because of the health benefits. Like I've learned a lot about frequency and like it's some amazing things about essential oils. Like basically if you know how to take essential oils, right, you'll just never get sick. So that's the beauty of that. So if you want to purchase essential oils, you can go to my website as well. Um, and it's a tab for essential oils there, but um, yeah, just make sure you guys stay connected and follow me on, the social media platforms of Periscope and Facebook and YouTube as well. I have some YouTube videos. Uh, I advise look, look at the recent ones. You know, I kept some on just for uh, uh, 
just for history purposes. But you know, I've, I my paradigm has changed a lot over these last couple of um, last year and a half, two years. So um, that's all we have going on. But yeah, if you want to connect, you know, like I said, just reach out to me, uh, email me at um, j a m a h l nineteen ninety one at yahoo dot com. J-A-M-A-H-L 1991 at yahoo.com and if you're very if you're interested in developing your spirituality you're interested in growing in the things of God if you're interested in you know learning how to function from above you know um because that's that's what it's about even when we you know when we talk about you know manifesting um money from heaven you know it's really about learning how to function from above because when we get into it you'll realize that the heavenly world responds to you and it's not even necessarily about prayer like sometimes just through your intention and your meditation your spirit is is functioning in that dimension and when your spirit is engaged in that dimension that's one of the ways that money manifests you can you can learn how to meditate and connect with the the world of heaven and receive what we call a lightning flash, a flash of inspiration, a flash of creativity. And what just happened was something from that dimension um, fuses in your soul, and now you have the potential to manifest something into this this realm. So that's very, very important, but we talk about things like that. If you're interested in learning, then make sure you sign up for the school or academia. Awesome. I love it. Thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. And I am positive that our listeners got so, so much out of this. And I don't think this will be the last interview because now (laughs) I have more (laughs) questions as well. Like, I'm just so excited for the connection. And I think that everyone on the platform is happy to hear from you and happy to have you. So thank you so much. It was my honor. I I really appreciate the invite and um, I just appreciate you all for listening. And I I hope that um, what I share will help you grow in your relationship with the Lord and just consider what I say and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Guys, wasn't that an amazing episode? Darnell Craig is the truth. Guys, I absolutely enjoyed finding out more information about manifesting money. And I think that it is so important that we step into that and not allow ourselves to play small. So guys, I wanted to take the opportunity to invite you guys to my one-on-one mindset and business coaching program. Guys, this is a high-level program. It is application only. I am taking the top people who are energetically ready to start their businesses and you want my support and my eyes on your work. With this coaching program, you will have the opportunity to work with me for six weeks. That's right, guys. Six entire weeks. I can't believe it. I'm so excited to do it. So guys, what you can do is look in the show notes. Yes, I have show notes with everything that was mentioned in this episode, plus this amazing value packaged coaching opportunity with me. 
within those six weeks, we will accomplish magical things to get you started in your business. Now, of course, just to start off, guys, you'll see if you click the link in the show notes telling you all about it, you will have a chance to apply and get yourself into the program. I want to make sure that you're a good fit and that you would really like to work and get your businesses started with ease, grace, and begin to magnetically attract all the divine opportunities that God has for you out there in the world. So guys, make sure you check out those show notes so that you can get some amazing content and continue to elevate your life and transform your mind with the Mindset Queen podcast. Bye guys.